The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Jay Bird Watching Podcast, the official podcast of jaysjournal.com and fansided.com, where we discuss all things Toronto Blue Jays baseball. We'll talk about news, rumors, and game recaps. So whether you're a diehard fan or just getting started with the team, this is the podcast for you. Here's your host, Craig Borden, with co-hosts Jason Lyons and me, Ken Alfred. You're listening to the Jay Bird Watching Podcast. Evening, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to the Thunderdome. I mean, Jaybird watching. <laughs> so, as a Blue Jays fans, I'm sure that none of you are living under a rock and don't really need this week's recap, but we're here to vent and get it all on the table for you. I'm literally wearing everything but Toronto Blue Jay underwear at this point, just to prove a fact of where I tweeted. We'll get to that later today. But to that point, guys, how are we doing? You're four or five days away from the Otani watch at this point from where Blue Jays fans were in Forenzi. How are we doing? Well, you can see my little tagline there. It's a little bit of a blue Christmas here in the Alfred household based on this. And just before we get started, I got to calm down. I'm like Kelly Gruber, Kelly Gruber, Kelly Gruber. Okay, Usa. I feel a little bit better Usa. now. Usa. <laughs> yeah, I could have gone a bit. The last few days could have gone a little better. I'll have to admit, but I think we're going to really unload on this episode. So I'll let uh, Jason uh, take it from here. He's- well, I mean, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, I got so excited when it would actually, uh, and then as it was happening, as the day got on longer, I kept thinking to myself, you know, if this guy's going to get 60 million, how do we sign Vladdy? How do we sign Bo? How do we sign anybody? Like, how, how much is a hot dog going to be at Rogers Center? $75? Like, I mean, they got to pay this guy a million three a week, like, Holy, like what's an Otani jersey going to go for? Eight grand? Like, so I think there was both good and bad in this. I think that unfortunately for Blue Jays fans, um, they got their ire up and everyone was really excited about it. And then, you know, on the ugly side of things, we started to see, you know, some of the, uh, some of the um, nether region from down in the U.S. start to voice their opinion about what their feelings are for, uh, for Canada and, and, you know, what they think should baseball should be doing in Canada. So, I mean, hopefully we can talk, touch on that. And overall, I actually think it's a good thing. They didn't sign him to be frank with you, but we'll delve into that and we can get a little deeper. Other than that, a hockey party tonight, I got a brand new 92, 93 sweatshirt on. Boom, <laughs> let's go. No oh, table flips. Anyways, anyway, so. You, you laid it out, guys. The fact that Blue Jays went from the highest of highs to literal heartbreak over the last week. And it's I, and to that point, I do know where the media has been, been saying with some of this. Well, Blue Jays fans did this to himself for, you know, getting too into the Twitterverse and following all this stuff, which in my personal opinion, 
complete bullshit that we all got too far into the Twitterverse and did this. This was Major League Baseball, quote unquote, insiders that are members of the Baseball Writers Association of America that literally led us down this path. This isn't leading a horse to water where all these Blue Blue Jays fans got to. This was, nope, you're parked. You're ready. We're going into the ballpark. We're going to see a game. Yeah, we had tickets and literally was taken away from us into the fact of Otani was never even leaving the house. Apparently he was sitting home, having a sandwich, watching TV, drinking a beer, whatever it might be. Watch. Remember those stories in the batting cage. Yeah. Private plane, tracking the plane. He's in Toronto as we speak. And he was not. Correct. Has anybody ever tracked one of Robert Herjavec's planes ever? Maybe? Like, I know the guy's big on Dragon's Den. He's big on Shark Tank. You know, he's friends with Mark Cuban. Like, there's all kinds of stuff that this guy's got going for him. He's a Canadian multi-multi-millionaire if he's not a billionaire. And, um, you know, it, it was it was fun to watch. It was, for for everything that happened, and as much as, you know, I hate Twitter and, and there's all this other stuff that I don't like going with all the fake news and all that other stuff... The one thing was, was just watching people come unraveled all day long. It gave me no end of pleasure. And I kept refreshing my, my feed just to continue laughing. Some of those, like, um, uh, is it Blue Jay's dad? Is that the guy that, uh, on Twitter? Holy, that guy, whoever writes for that guy needs a, a Tony award or something. I mean, just crushing it. Hilarious stuff all day long. Big ups to, to Blue Jay dad, um, if you're not following him, he that guy is a riot. It's going to be on the show in the near future, so you're plugging him already. So good job. <laughs> it's like I almost knew. <laughs> it's like you knew that him and possibly Blue Jay's mom might actually be joining our trivia challenge that has got four teams for sure right now. So we're going to definitely make that happen. So anyways, you're not wrong. I was glued to it, and uh, I was unfortunately home trying to figure out my health issues. And it didn't feel very good. And I'm sitting there, just like you said, I'm like, did I take a bad pill? What's going on? This can't be true. And then the day kept going and going and going. And then you got to that point where a quote unquote insider from the Dodgers literally flat out said they're out, which very well was probably true at the time because this is where the story actually goes. Then this is when all the John Heyman's and Morosi's and everybody in the world and baseball insider laughed onto that and said, yep, good. Going north of the border, there's nothing stopping it, basically, it sounded like. It's just like sign on the dotted line. But what it seems like in turn happened, typical baseball manager in a nutshell for a free agent, use the Blue Jays once again as leverage, guys, to get more money for his guys. There was an offer on the table, and it sounds like the Blue Jays literally did everything they humanly possibly could do to bring Shohei Otani north of the border for the Toronto Blue Jays. But in the midst of this whole thing, was it 600? Was it 640? Was it 680? Well, and The funny thing, Greg, what, that, that I, heard, right. I heard about this, I can't remember this morning or something, that the Blue Jays literally offered the exact same thing that he ended up going with the Dodgers for. He just really wanted to just stay in California. And I was like, I don't know. If that's good. That to get the same amount of money and not move. I do the same. I know, thing. but it just made even a you know. It question. makes it sting a little bit more, doesn't it? Because it's one thing if okay, let's say we offered him five fifty, he went with seven hundred. Okay, well, you can't blame the guy. Makes sense. Makes it hand but in when, hand. But when we find out that it's the exact same, that we matched them, 
And so it wasn't a money thing anymore. We matched him dollar for dollar with the Dodgers. Just, I just really wanted, he just wanted to stay in, in California. I'm like, yeah, that hurts a bit. That does. At the end of the day, it's his personal decision. That is true. You know, obviously, it, it makes sense for him to be in L.A. for many and multitudes of reasons. But there was a many reasons that Blue Jays fans know that he would have been damn happy in Toronto playing for the Toronto Blue Jays. Jason, I'm sorry. Wait, I felt like yeah, I cut do you, you guys, out. Do you guys actually think that Rodgers would have bucked up because they would have really had to turn this into a super team? Like, just look at what the Dodgers uh, brought, or sorry, salary is right now. They still have to add a piece or two. Like they're not finished, and they're talking about wanting to get other guys that I'll, we can talk about in later on in the show here. But we're talking yeah. about a team that could have upwards of two hundred million dollars invested in four guys or five guys. That's like, crazy. It's it's so crazy to even say it out loud, and you're like, no one, no one, not Yankee, not. Red Sox, not Met, not Brave. None of those guys can afford that. There's only one team that can, and it's the Dodgers. And it, I don't yeah, know how they can find it buckets again. Buckets of money, but they've got buckets of money. And Rogers would have never. You guys, can you especially know that Rogers is not going to be set? You know what they're going to do? They would get Otani. They would let the Jays become total crap and not bring people in. They'd let people go. We still got Otani. We still got Otani. They paint the outside of the building, Otani. My cell phone bill would come with a picture of him on it. Like, I mean, this guy would be everywhere, but there'd be the buddy Christ or something. There'd be no Bo. There'd be no Vladdy. There'd be no, there'd be no nobody. It's basically rebuilding for 10 years. We'd be the angels light. Like the fact that they were able to keep Mike Trout and still be a team, the rest of them, it's garbage. It's garbage baseball. And if you won't spend to be a super team, then you can't have Shohei. It's just the way that it is. And yeah, you know, it's it's it, to your point, Ken. That's what pisses me off. What pisses me off is the fact that even if we got him, ever we would have gone out like this. This show would have been, but we would have been off the rails. Like yeah. it would, the whole country would have been off the rails. But the reality would have set in really quickly after this year. They would have had this one shining year, this one glorious year. And they probably would have won out. the World Series. I mean, I'm yeah. willing to say that. If you look at, mm-hmm. at, at the Dodgers roster right now and the, their lineup, their top five is bad shit. The rest of it is horse shit. Right from, from five down. And if they think Jason Hayward and some of these other ding-dongs are going to get them to the promised land, they are wrong. It'll be angels in the outfield all over again. <laughs> have been Dodger blue this time. Yep. But, but, but I, I agree with you because I, the, the, that's the, the, that's my hindsight with this whole thing. It's like, okay, would it have been amazing for the next two years that you have still had Bo and everybody locked up? hundred percent. Crazy. It wouldn't have been a problem. But other than the fact that obviously our bank accounts would have been a little bloated and beers, I'm sure would have been a little bit more expensive to your point. I have a strange feeling it would have drove our friends, the Looney hot dog guys to never see Looney hot dogs ever again. <laughs> So, but where It'd do you go? Ten dollar hot dog, like I said, and that'd be ten dollar. Yeah, yes. there you go. Is there a is there a Canadian coin for a ten dollar that I'm not aware of? That I they call it the show. Hey, they call the show. Call the show. Hey, show. Coined right here. Coined right here. <laughs> Your ten dollar hot dog gets you a show. Hey, <laughs> it sucks. But 
I, at the end of the day, I think I was more upset with the fact of how it transpired. I, I, like I said, I, do you guys know that I'm, you know, not the most political of people in the per, in the world, but when it comes down to what's going on here in the United States, I don't hear anything but the stake bullshit all goddamn day. So all of a sudden feeling that coming into my sports world, that was really irksome to me. Like it drove me wild knowing that that kind of crap is apparently now 100% acceptable that you can just be a shitty reporter, lie about something, get a bunch of clicks online, and then move on. I at least admit the fact that Morosi had the balls to actually apologize. Yep. Keyword, balls to actually do it. Meanwhile, somebody that should be apologizing that we're going to get to that you actually put in your name tonight. <laughs> so we're going to get to that in a minute. But... Like I said, it was the, 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 event, the catalog of events that led up to this isn't bullshit anymore. You're talking. This is a fire now. It's not smoke. And then all of a sudden having that rigmarole to go backwards and waste a whole nother day until you finally got something. And actually, it was more closer to like a day and a half. It was Saturday morning, really. Right. Yeah. 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 So but let's look at the uh, the uh, where it did go. Seven hundred million dollars to your point. You need to coin something to be able to get something right at the ballpark to actually get everybody in there and keep a team moving. We know that our team isn't perfect. We need a third baseman. We need this. We need that. Right. So now you have the money to do this and get very creative. And there's been some really fun rumors moving around. In hindsight, guys, I'm actually perfectly fine with this whole thing the way it turned out. We didn't get them. It would have been amazing to have them, but you didn't have to worry about having to pay that pitcher and catcher or hitter and pitcher that crazy amount of money. And now I can go out and pick guys that are good at one of those two things and run with it. Yeah. Specialist versus generalist. That pretty much, right? Yeah. That I mean, Tani is definitely damn near an ace of both of those I categories. Know, but, but how long is he going to do think- that for? I think you're so on the mark here, Craig. I think what we've shown here now is that Rodgers was willing to go to the depths to try and get someone like this. Now, my biggest hope is that they don't look at a guy like Cody Bellinger and overpay him. Like, I mean, you know, and let's, I think we need to discuss this first before we move on. This garbage about Shohei taking $2 million a year for the next 10 years is absolute crap. And anyone who doesn't agree with me, comment section, email me, send me a fax. I don't care. It's crap. And what it does is it unbulks the the Dodgers' salaries and allows them to create a super team. It allows them to bring in so, for the next two or three years. Go ahead to your point, Craig. Yeah. So for the for the fan that hasn't been paying attention, here is what Jason is referring to: that apparently that Shohei Otani more or less signed the modern day equivalent of the Bobby Bonilla Ken Griffey Jr. deals. Yeah. So $700 million contract, apparently very minimally paid to the Dodgers this year, next year, so on and so forth. Until the after the 10 years is how I read Yes, And the reason is $680 million. Yeah, the reason is, for anybody who doesn't know, the reason is, it's just what I said. It's so they can sign other guys. It frees up cap space. And then in 10 years, the Dodgers get smashed in the face, but they don't care. Ten years down the road, they'll probably have won a couple of World Series with Shohei. Their jersey Some sales are like I, I don't know if you guys have ever been to a game at Dodger Stadium. Their marketing is some of the best in the world I've ever seen. Like you go into their 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 swag stores, they've got jerseys with it written in Japanese on the back, Chinese, 
Arabic. Like they are so sad at you. And you go to, you're like, oh my God. Like, and every player, every, you know, like, it's just great. They would do a really good job representing that, you know, that white LA. So for me, I think the thing that's frustrating the most is that someone, that a team is allowed to do this. And then still, I mean, they, they sort of did this with Mookie at the start where they took us, well, he was getting paid a little bit less, you know. So someone has to explain to me at this point how in 10 years from now, Shohei is going to be making what? Seven sixty-eight million all the way through, and that adds what another twenty-two years on those contracts or something like that at the end, or something ridiculous, something crazy like that. If you're, especially if you keep rolling out two million after two million after two million, which is basically what the Bobby Bonilla deal was. I think it's a million dollars he gets paid like every June fifth or something. Yeah, Yeah. I can't remember the Bobby Bonilla day. Yes, and it is a known yeah. day in Major League Baseball out uh, of people that are diehard fans and whatnot. But then here's the other funny thing. This actually reminded me of two recent deals that were in that more recent than Bobby Bonilla. Ken Griffey Jr.'s contract with the Cincinnati Reds. Did you know that he is still technically the highest paid yes. player by the, the Cincinnati Reds? I didn't know that, actually. He's <laughs> retired for, what, 12-some-odd years at this point? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and nothing to mention... I saw him doing some videos and playing in a home run derby with a bunch of kids. The kid can still rage. Yeah. Yep, just, he still looks great. Um, He's a little yeah. chubby. Little, little, we, I mean, we all are. Let's, you know, Ken, if you hear right. this, don't get in upset. We're all a little, Dead, well, I could stand to drop 20 maybe. <laughs> and I couldn't drop and give you 20. That would be impossible. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's, it, yeah, I saw that last year that he was the highest paid red last year, which is, I mean, it's insane. Oh, the other one on that whole thing is the Washington Nationals high, still highest paid player. Do you know who it is? Scherzer? You are 100% correct, sir. He's got five more years of being paid by the, uh, or someone like that, by the Washington Nationals for that contract that he signed to, make, to win a World Series at the end of the day. And how, so, many, how much did you get paid for those for the next five years? I want to say it was in a 10 ballpark, but I don't yeah, know for sure. He's making, if I remember right, the deal he signed was 26 million or 28 million with Texas. And he still was owed 12, I think, based on them. And the Mets owe money too. Like it's not just singulars. I don't remember. I think that for all I know, that contract's actually being passed around, but it was originally signed the one with the, you know, the extended years. They, the Nationals couldn't afford to get him, but they needed him to win the World Series. So they got clever. This is how they did it. And rather than paying him like we're talking about here with that giant lump sum on the within the 10-year window, they just, like my shitty car payment, just sending it out. <laughs> you know, it's not a big deal. Um, but Jason, to your point, I, I know this is the same thing that football players here in the United States do with the general manager's offices where they do signing bonuses. It's like, okay, you need three an extra three mil on your contract. Great. We'll give you that as a signing bonus. And it doesn't hit their cap space. Baseball doesn't have a cap, but this is giving the Dodgers a, like, a, like you said, it's kind of a loaded, unfair advantage by not having that low end of that bar established at some point two million dollars for Shohei Otani a season is a joke he's he's a he's two players yeah he's gonna hit a DH for a team that's gonna crush and then 
he's going to be able to do what he does on the mound a year from now after the Tommy John settles in. So, two players, two million dollars. Yep, barely one million less, per uh, barely position. Above league <laughs> replacement. <laughs> yeah. So, where I'd love to get your guys' both opinion on where where you think I've got a couple of ideas of where I think some of that money should be laser beam aimed at, whether it be trade or by hook or by crook, as they say. Um, so I don't want to yeah. go too far down that avenue yet, Jason, okay. if you could hold okay. on that. Because I kind of get to the literal other part of the Otani story and saga here that is, like you said, about the certain person that sucks in your name. And this has been not just him, but, and like I said, I'm the outsider looking in. I'm a very, you know, I love being in the city of Toronto. I go as much as I humanly possibly can for my day job. I have traveled actually all over the you know world in many different places in Canada. So I think I have a great opinion about these kind of things and or at least a little bit more worldly opinion on this whole thing. But John Heyman flat out went out of his way in an article that could have been very easily about how Otani joining the Dodgers was specifically about how it is extending the wonderful lineage and history that is the Los Angeles Dodgers. In that same article, for the wonderful thing that is the New York Post, and that was so much sarcasm and bullshit I could lay on that if possible. Um, this shit rag of a newspaper <laughs> lets him publish this thing that turns into a article that is clearly slamming the country, Canada, and Toronto specifically, to the fact that how it was better for baseball to turn around and allow, you know, Shohei Tani to go to the Dodgers instead of Toronto. I'm sure you two have seen the fallout on Twitter and how the man hasn't been, you know, marked and picketed through the streets at this point. It's beyond me. Because it's slightly obnoxious. But the the big thing for me is if anyone ever says to you, if you're at a party or at a work function or if you're somewhere out and someone says, hey, no offense, but... You're about to be offended in a very serious way, be it race, be it height, weight, ugly, whatever. They're about to punch you in the face, pretty much verbally. So much. for me, and then again, this is, you know, I have lots of American friends. I, 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 I dearly love them all. But when someone takes one of the most international games that we have as a, as a major sport, and then says that someone from Japan is doing the U.S. a favor by staying in the U.S. And then he mentions Jackie Robinson. He does realize that Jackie doesn't play baseball if there's no Montreal. Can we agree with that? If there's no Montreal Expo, literal history. Yeah, Jackie Robinson does not play baseball, baseball. Insider clearly did not read. Right. So for me. For someone to be so, oh, I mean, it's just, and I'm a big Canada guy. I really am. I love living here. I love the country. I There's certain things I don't like about it right now. We're not going to get into that. That'd be a deep, dark hole. We're not going down. But that's the nonsense that I'm staying away from. Baseball. Yeah. yeah like, <laughs> exactly. like when someone can't see the forest for their trees and their the, their job is to be to be objective in the thing that they do reporting on the thing that they're supposed to be talking about. Then if you don't know, you just shut, just shut your mouth. Just don't say anything stupid like that. Like, like 
the fact that this guy thinks that it's better for baseball to narrow down the group that's going to see Shohei. I mean, he might as well have been traded back, gone back to the Angels. Wouldn't that have been the best for baseball, you jackweed? Like, 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 what are you thinking? Send him to Oakland. That'd be awesome. You know, like, oh, I know, right? <laughs> and that was that was one of my first initial reactions to that. Jason was, if you're talking a story that would have been better for baseball, it would have been Shohei Otani going to any team in baseball. And it would have been especially better for a team that was literally Ely and maybe like the Blue Jays that are on that tipping cusp where we're good, but we can't make it there. You need that light, you know, the fire lighter, you know, you need the igniter. And he could have very well been this for this team. And we could have ran all the way to the promised land for the next two years. To your point, I mean, after two land- years, I have no idea what would have happened. But, but imagine Oakland just throwing a brick of money at somebody like that for the first time in a million years. Because they're well, going to Vegas. I mean, I think the biggest the biggest thing is, and this is what we've seen, and 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 I agree with with everything that's been said. I read a lot of the 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 tweets and stuff back to this ass clown um, over and over and over again. And I think the biggest thing is is that not only does this guy not respect the Blue Jays or the country of Canada, he does not respect the sport of baseball. He knows very little about the the very thing that he talks the most about, which, again, doesn't surprise me. But what it does say is that someone could think that Shohei going to Minnesota wouldn't explode baseball in Minnesota. And why is that not good for baseball? I mean, how many people are there in L.A.? 30 million or something ridiculous like that? Like, I mean, it's it's asinine how many people are there. Do you know how many people this is going to affect? Hardly any. Like he is a drop in the bucket in L.A. He's nothing. He's 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 an afterthought. LeBron James and the and the Lakers just won this dumb in season NBA tournament. Worst floors in sports, by the way. But I will say this: Hey, LeBron, if you want to come on the show, nobody cares. Like nobody cared. Like, the ratings are so low on this thing. We might get one extra People listener. People from LA, LA aren't even watching it. They've got the biggest basketball star in the world and no one watches it. Like it's, it doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. Put him in Philly. God, can you imagine him in Philly? They'd erect a statue the together. Day. That would have been a tandem. Yeah. yeah. Put him in, put him anywhere else in the league. Put him in Miami to save that franchise. They've got some of the best players in the whole league down there just dying on the vine. Like yes. he doesn't need to be with Mookie and Freddie Freeman and like just, God, if you could handpick where you were going to place him for the best thing for baseball, I wouldn't have said it would have been Los Angeles. And this is no Toronto's good in the top Los three Angeles. On. Yeah, Toronto top three. I, I just you just talk about all the like you you nailed a couple of towns that would kill to have somebody like them. And honestly, the Twins are on that same ballpark as we yeah. are. <laughs> They're on the cusp, but they don't have the budget to do something like that. But if they, but they got, got this people on the table was to pay him for a bajillion years. Do you think Minnesota's a big that opportunity? That's Correct. the other thing is they needed to pick somewhere crazy. with a big Nuts job place too for sports. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it goes crazy for sports. Like he would have been good in Texas yes. too. I mean, let's. I I don't love any of the Texas teams, but if he had landed on any of them, he instant stardom, like and massive stardom, right? I mean, you're talking yes. about a pretty big swath of land. They've got Florida close. They've got Georgia close. So you've yep. got a lot of really closeness that it's going to bring people down there. But L.A., I mean, 
it takes you three days to drive to Chavez Ravine from the parking lot start to the parking lot where you park. Like, I mean, it's it's not an accommodating place to watch a baseball game. It's not a cheap place to watch a baseball game. No. So, so awesome. So, I Mary Hart, I was, if you could randomly Mary place Hart one, gets to look at those one one for 10 years. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. The one that was like, if you were going to randomly place them by Major League Baseball choosing, you have a chance to really staple and again, maybe save baseball in Seattle with somebody like Shohei. It's all over again. It's Ichiro Suzuki all over again. That team is desperate to win something. And you've seen them trying anything over the last few years. If you were able just to, you know, like I said, do a freaking MLB the show trade and just put yep. Shohei Otani in Ella or in Seattle. Oh my God. Same thing as what we were talking about. It's the the world's your oyster at that point. You get to do whatever you lose. want. They're gonna lose Tay Oscar. They're gonna lose um uh Suarez and JP Crawford will play out his contract and go somewhere else. I mean Again, another team that has tons of potential that's going to die on the vine. And, I mean, if you look at the free agent class that's left, it's not great. So, I mean, where do you, where do these teams go? And, I mean, it's hard when there's such a huge fish out there to try and catch and for all the other teams that don't catch them. But I think realistically, and I, I, I hope this comes out the right way, I feel like the rest of the MLB is going to go against the Dodgers. I think that what you're going to see is the Dodgers will offer up a good trade. They'll be like, go to hell. Like, you know what? We're going to tell them to, to ask for more money. Like, no way we're going to help you guys. You that was yeah. Or it has to go the other way where the Dodgers are just going to have to give stuff away and get nothing in return, which could benefit some teams like the Jays and like the Twins and like the Mariners. But, you know, it's hard to say right now what the you know, the torched fallout is going to be of that because there's going to be torched fallout. Like, there has to be. There's not enough food at the trough for Mookie's ego and Shohei's ego and now some of these other guys they've got coming up that have, like, are talking about wanting to move Gavin Lux. Gavin Lux is an excellent baseball player, and the only reason that they're talking about moving him is because they don't think he can handle all of this. It's too much. He's trying to break through you know, Max Muncy. Max Muncy's trying to stay on that team. Max Muncy will go somewhere else. You know, like, it's, it's a, I don't know. It's going to come apart at the seams. It's going to be interesting. But back to where we were, and I don't know if you guys have noticed, but this is a little bit of a trend, too, in the midst of, it's not just John Heyman. There's been some backhanded Canadian talks from The Athletic, from Ken Rosenthal. It's been a really weird reoccurring thing I've been reading constantly over the last week. And I really, honestly, I'm about to write as a pissed off thing to the Baseball Writers Association of America and just say, what the fuck are you all doing? <laughs> it's getting to that level. I just don't get it. It's not just, it's a million one thing. Stick to baseball. Stay in your lane. Yeah. Remember that uh, Raptors shirt before oh. when it was in the playoffs where it was like Toronto versus everybody? It almost feels like that lately going on. Is a hundred percent now. It's now. Now we get to say the Blue Jays Nation versus everybody, yeah. Too. right? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so good shit. But to that point, Blue Jays fans, uh, I'm not kidding. Go ahead and blow up the B B the Baseball Writers of Association America website with comments and see yeah. what happens. You never know. They have a Twitter account. I'm already seeing people throwing grenades in that direction, saying, "I don't know why the hell John Heyman has a job at the any level at this point." Some people need to be. He seems to have not responded you know, at stupidity all. Stupidity and going out of their way. 
No, yeah, he's like, just doing. He hasn't responded at all. He's click, rolling click, 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 on. Click. I don't care. I will say this though: if you read the articles up to that article, mm. and then everything past that, everything past that is the softest of softball crap you could possibly want to put up anywhere. I wouldn't even write that stuff on used toilet paper. And he knows. Meaning like he's talking he about minor league signings. Yeah, he knows. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details knows that it, that a shitstorm is coming. He knows that if he puts anything that's even close anymore, like, I don't know if you guys saw, but there were some fairly heavyweight names that started to to, to tap in on that. And, I mean, Kevin Gosling being on the, the lead. Well, Kevin Gosling was the lead one. Um, and uh, who else? Devon White? Or what? No, what? not Devon White. Um, who was the other one I saw? Um, it was another ex-Blue Jay um, that said something to the effect of, you know, like, you don't know your, you know, your head from your butt and blah, 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 or, you know, like whatever it was, but it's, it's interesting when you start to see, hmm? The Jesse Barfield? Oh, it might've been, I don't know. He's usually pretty active on Twitter. So that's why I asked him. I love Barfield. (laughs) I don't know. I gave up, I gave up clicking. (laughs) But I mean, you guys, guys getting torched. And rightly rightly so. (laughs) I haven't looked at this Twitter stream in a while, or the comments and worse. It's only getting worse, and it's not stopping. There's stuff that's came in in the last ten minutes still on. Yeah, it's just really uncalled for. It's one of literally. It didn't seem to make any sense. Like you didn't have to say anything like that. Like you said, I think we were chatting before the show. It's also the guy. They never do. Yeah, they never do. Can I feel like like every now and again, baseball, hockey, um, football. I'm football. I'm going to take that back. Football is different. I've often thought how anyone who's gone up to the CFL or any NFL reporters that talk about the CFL, they seem to have a lot of respect for it. So like, and I feel like when Terrell Owens went up and, and, uh, or sorry, Ocho Cinco went up and, you know, he was like, those were the toughest guys I've ever played against. He's like, the one guy's a firefighter. And then he comes and kicks my ass at practice. Like you joking me. Like he's like, I can barely hold down one job playing football. This guy's saving people's lives and showing up at six to yeah. knock my lights out. Like, so again, I'm sorry. I'll rewind. Williams, you're good. Something along Football's that same fine. line when it was the Argos. Um, maybe it's just Patrick Mahomes whining about an offsides call that didn't oh, go his way. Oh, sorry. That's I my that's that. my Bills Nation's upcoming. Well, offsides, <laughs> offside, Patty. I don't care if it's offensive or defensive. It's offside, fool. Yeah. And how? Oh, wait on. Hold on one second. If we're going to talk about that for one second, how do the Chiefs? put all their eggs in the basket on one of the least talented wide receivers in the entire league. And the guy's offside. The guy's a joke. He's a terrible football player. He's a, on a great team. So he's been able to, to coast himself along. And 
I mean, Travis okay. Kelts makes an amazing play to this clown. And you know what, bro? You're offside. And I don't care if you, what you're doing. And I don't care if people think it's a bad call. And I don't care that Andy, Andy Reid thinks that the co- the referee should tell him. How about that? He actually said the referee should have told him that the guy was offside. Like, are you joking, dude? Like, I got, I got that perfect baseball reference for Wasn't there a flag on the play already? So I was like, as, as soon as the play started, I'm like, oh, there's a flag. And the thing kept yeah. going. I was like, why are they still going? Yes, it's a cool touchdown, Unreal. but still. <laughs> Anyways, where I was going with that. I have the perfect baseball summary for that. Yeah, I got I to gotta tell you before you go, I'm sorry. Go. Even Angel Hernandez would have called that a strike. So what I was trying to get at is I feel like every now and again with major sports, like American writers seem to feel like they have to take a shot at Canada. You never, ever, ever hear them take a shot at Mexico or the DR or, you know, Japan or anything. Like, I mean, you just don't. But I feel like because the Jays are they're still there and we're the only team up there, I feel like every now and again they just feel like you gotta you just stay up there and keep your mouth shut and eat your poutine and and you know drink your beer like and I don't know why you know that has to happen, but I've had a lot of interactions down in the U.S. where people have a really low level of education about what Canada is, what it's like. And then for that other ding dong to say, it's got a small town feel. And I love, I love that the Twitterverse was like, you do realize like it's the third most populated city in North America, right? Ding dong. Like, like it's, it's not a fastest growing city in the world. Yeah. <laughs> like, like just <laughs> still one second of research. My favorite was the reply. Did you see the pictures that everybody was throwing back after that? Like two seconds after, it's like, oh, you mean this Toronto Raptors victory parade? Yeah, <laughs> it was just like the whole city shut down and yeah. kids in red and black everywhere. <laughs> Not a small town feel. Don't worry about well, it. Well, whatever. <laughs> anyway, I don't want to be a dead horse, but maybe the horse should be put out. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, zing. Moving on. Let's zing. talk how the Blue Jays do finally get some things going back going here. Jason, you started going yeah, down that rabbit hole Jason. a minute ago. Did you have an idea you would like to talk out with the congregation here on I what do. the Blue Jays could be doing next? I do. I have uh I have two names I'd like to throw out. One is an obvious one. I still I still think that they should go after Cody Bellinger. I think that's the right move. I think he would be a good Jay. I think he would mash well with the guys that are there. Good left-handed bat. He's got a chip on his shoulder. He's got a lot. I like Cody Bellinger. I've said it before. I'm going to stay with it. He's my son's favorite baseball player. I'm sticking with it. So um, here's my other one. This is my dark horse. This is my, my, if someone can just hear me, there is a player who plays in Florida who is not happy being in Florida anymore. And he, his name is reminiscent of the sun and he hits nukes and he plays in the outfield and he's an unbelievable athlete. He's on a really good contract. And I mean, if we could get Jorge Sol, uh, Solier, um, I mean, come on, man. And the guy wants out, he wants out and he would fit in great. He's really good buddies with Vladdy, you know, he would, he would do well on the team. And then you get maybe Ty Oscar back as well. I'm not opposed to doing that. Yep. And yep. then you've got three guys that know each other. Yep. That mash. Mash. Yeah. I'm going to up your ante on the Miami Marlins thing. I'm going to go full Solaire, but I'm going to be that guy that says, if you're going to do that, trade for Jazz Chisholm at the same time, because it sounds like 
the Marlins don't know what they want to do with that young star. It really does. And he's going to be, I think, in that same situation where the Blue Jays are with Vlad and Bo at the near term here, too, that I don't think he wants to stay in Miami. Maybe so you package you up like a out. Kirk. Yeah, maybe you package up like a Kirk. We're the horse at a couple of young guys. <laughs> it all. Yeah, like you know, it's you, you don't want to you don't want any talent to go the other way in that. And I mean, I feel like this is a deal. You are right. I was actually going to say Chisholm, but I didn't know if we could. I didn't know how high in the sky we were going. Um, but those are two available guys that would definitely look really good in Blue Jays uniforms, and we have the money right now to do it. Like I think Solaire makes about. Seven million a year, I think, and Chisholm Six. makes about about twelve, I think, somewhere in that neighborhood. Um, but again, you know, that's twenty million as opposed to seventy million we were going to spend on two studs, two studs that do enough. Oh, by the way, yeah, he's a free agent. Who is Solaire? Really? Oh, okay, so hold on, it sounded like. Because I'm t- I t- I'm taking the credit for this. I should not get the yeah, credit. Out. My son, Jed, God. came to me yesterday and said, Dad, the Jay-Z to go after Solaire. So props to my son, Jed, because he was right. <laughs> yes. So on that note, he I he had a deal that he was supposed to be with the Marlins, so he opted out. So he's a free agent right now. So we get on him. Him. on him like a fat on the money. parties. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. They should be, you, they should be on him like John Heyman on a Dodgers program. <laughs> Clearly the only ones paying him at this point. Yeah. Now, does he even <laughs> want to come to Toronto so, though? Has Solaire made any indication that he'd be open to coming to Toronto? I don't know. Hmm. Don't yeah. don't give him an Other option. Other than the fact that the Blue Yeah. <laughs> Other than the fact that the Blue Jays have been linked to every major free agent. I'm sure with Solaire probably is the best power bat actually on the free agent market. When you look at who's available, the guy that has just massive, ridiculous amounts of power. He might only bat 240, but he's going to hit you 30, 40 home runs every year and drive in some runs. Yeah. There is a chance for a good contract there that is in the Blue Jays' favor and in his stage or for, favor for him to come north of the border. Um, yep. To your point, though, Jason, what if you grab him and Bellinger? Okay, great. Now you have Belly can play first base a little bit and play the outfield and DH. Rotate Vlad in and out. You got another guy you can put in and out of the outfield. That's not a liability. And this whole thing just makes up in the middle. That's yep. a smart play. Yep. See, so the, the so problem fun. for me, and you guys are going to ask me who we should go get, and I never think of pitchers. <laughs> I always think of bats. So... If anyone has a pitcher like Ken or or Craig, if you, if there's a pitcher out there, I don't know pitchers exist, which is bad. I just, (laughs) I just look at home runs and stuff like that. The baseball, the the offense is why Ricky. Yeah. So to me, this is why Ricky Tiedemann's untouchable, unless you are getting that ridiculous guy back, because I think that you're going to give Manoa a shot. Mm -hmm. I would not be shocked. Then Manoa comes north of the border as the fifth starter just on a flyer in lack of other talent. They don't sign somebody come the, you know, the, the come spring training. The next guy up right now is Ricky Tiedemann. And he just had a redonkulous Arizona Fall League outing, which yeah. is a crazy level of talent. He did really, really good in the like 14, 15 innings that he pitched in. And I want to say he actually took home some hardware from that. Some He took some word home from that. I can't remember what it was, 
but he looked phenomenal in the picture in the video I saw. So I think he's your heir to the throne. I really do. And there's enough Blue Jay prospects that are actually ramped up behind him that I'm not as worried about the pitching side. We can't hit our way out of the brown paper bag, and we proved that in stades last year. (laughs) So they need to find somebody, to your point, Jason, that can hit the damn ball. And there's many other reasons I think they can't hit right now. And I'm looking at certain managers in that dugout, not maybe the main manager, but certain other coaches that might be part of that problem. I think there's a philosophy issue with our hitters that needs to change in some fundamental way. I don't know what that is. Obviously, I'm not seeing how they're being trained, but you don't go from being the best offensive force right behind Shohei Otani in Major League Baseball over two years to regress and regress. I'm looking at Vlad. (laughs) Meanwhile, you know nobody's bothering Bo. Because worst case scenario, you can go, hey, Dante, what, what can you help me with? He's already been with the team, so they're they're not messing with that relationship. You know what I mean? So there's something fundamental going on, and maybe it just takes a new look. Maybe Cody Bellinger comes in, a guy that has been so up and down. Jason Ken, guys, MVP or he sucks. MVP or he sucks. There's it's very Jekyll and Hyde. So having somebody like him come in, I think, actually helps the collective of Toronto Blue Jays hitters especially for some of those young guys who I think are going to be our everyday third basemen. The Alex right. Martinez, as and Barger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's, I, feel like, I feel like there's a couple of, you know, like the, the offseason is going to come because apparently some of those other Jays that are down there had really good, um, Barger has really been crushing the ball and, and um, I guess Schneider continued on his, um, his great play. He's been playing really well down in, are they in Mexico or are they in the Texas League right now? It's wherever they're playing right now. Anyways, so I have a question for you guys. So if we're we're thinking about, you know, um about one power bat or one bat that can change a series or one bat that can change the tide of things, like does Garcia from the from Texas not at least say, let's gi- let's give Solaire some money and get this guy in here? Because like you said, Craig, I mean, even if he hits two forty, every third one is a home run. And they're moonshining. And, and so, you know, like at that point, he's as, as scary. And who's the guy in Texas is so scary as well? Alvarez. Like, I mean, oh. you know, like you can't pitch to these guys. You can't pitch around these guys. So what do you do? And and the Jays don't, unfortunately, I mean, Vladdy's supposed to be that guy. Vladdy's supposed to be the guy that they're scared shitless of, but they're not scared shitless of him. He's right now, he's Serrano. He can't hit a curveball. He can't hit anything off speed. And when he does, he swings so hard at it. If he is going to hit it, he's straight down into the dirt because he can't figure out that there is every home run swing isn't at that speed. You have to, you have to change your bat speed. But I wish that Bo could just sit down with him for about two weeks and just be like, dude, you can't swing out of your shoes at everyone. Okay. Um, but I mean, I feel like, like, the way that the, the major league baseball is changing and the way that it's changing is that you need somebody in your lineup. There's a dead threat to go out every single time they're up. Like I, I don't want singles. I don't want doubles. I want triples in the gap or I want foul balls that put a hole in the roof of the, you know, of the stadium. Like I want fear. I want when he's walking up, I want that pitcher to think, Oh, if I hang one, I mean, I can't even be close on this guy because 
it creates a lot of things. It creates chaos. It creates, you know, scared baseball. And there's nothing better than looking at a pitcher when you walk up there and you're like, yeah, if you throw anything in this zone, I'm just going to mash you. And, you know, I think Solaire and to a lesser degree, Bellinger, and now even thinking about it, I mean, you put Tay Oscar in the right situation. Tay Oscar can tee off like that as well, especially if he's not feeling any pressure. I think he felt a lot of pressure the last time he was in Toronto. If he comes back, the pressure's off. They're like, dude, welcome back. Like, didn't you used to live here? Like, yeah. were you the guy upstairs? You know, like, so it's- this place is still available. Yeah, I think it's one of those things where, where, you know, if you can get a couple of big power bats, we've got the pitching right now, maybe slide in a middle reliever somewhere in there in the late part of what we're doing here. And where I was talking about a super team, maybe for- 30 million, you've got yourself a super team rather than 70 million and you're scraping the bottom of the barrel in two years, right? Yeah, you brought yeah. up a good point. And that's though. the catch. It, yeah. I mean, like, there is something about the that? Jays that just there is no fear right now, like you said, because Vlad used to be the scary guy. He's not scary as much. Like, they're not, like you're saying, like, he's when he steps up to the plate, like, as long as you don't throw him a fastball, you pretty much have a good chance with him, right? And it's, it would be nice to actually have that when that person steps to like steps on base, they're like, oh crap. Now what do we do? Yeah. We need I want Solaire like with yep. the eye black and the, like I want him with the, he does the fangs eye black. And I want, like, I want him to come out there and just be like, like smashing his helmet against his head. And like, you know, like we need some more of that. We need something. I mean, Bichette's scary. Don't get me wrong. Like, if you guys both know if we were pitchers in the MLB or managers against Bo, you're scared of him. Every time he comes up, he can light you up. Scare, uh, Springer is scary. He hits the ball everywhere. He hits it hard. Those two guys are scary. No one else on the Jays is scary. Except for Danny Jansen right after he's been hurt. Then he's like Babe Ruth, Godzilla, and, you know, like <laughs> Shohei all rolled into one thing. Like the guy is, what's he hitting, 700 for the two weeks after he gets hurt or something? Um, Pretty much. It's crazy. Actually, I was thinking that was a... As far as pitchers coming to Toronto, too, I would think that that would be very desirable. The fact that we not, you don't have two, you don't have a backup catcher. You have two good catchers yeah. that are amazing game callers. And like, like you said, okay, great. If you end up at the end of the season, you get a split evenly between the two. <laughs> it's, it's not the end of the world. You got oh. a guy to throw to. And they're going to be there all the time. I, don't, I can't tell you who the hell the backup catcher is on the Dodgers right now. This, for example, it's not happening. Um, Will I only Smith know Will Smith. starting catcher, isn't he? Yep. So, I watch a lot of back. Yeah. I haven't heard like everybody say, like, everybody loves throwing to Danny Jansen. Everybody loves throwing to Alejandro Kirk. I, I always pictured Will Smith as an offensive first catcher. Not, yes. Very not a good catcher. Catch. No. <laughs> so, a guy that was destined to play first base at the end of his career was how I see that eventually going, but that's besides the point. Um, but uh, the other, outside of the little conversation here, the Blue Jays are still linked to Yamamoto. Yep, and all these other players. So, and honestly, there might be a sneaky guy coming up. I heard that that Senya Sake all of a sudden might be posting from Japan as well, who was the other second are the third best pitcher in the World Baseball Classic for the Japanese <laughs> World Baseball Classic team. So that's another name that very well could be posting to Major League Baseball free agency in the next two, three weeks. 
he asked apparently earlier last week his team to say, you're posting me, right? But apparently he has some weird opt-out that he can just do it without the posting. So yeah. it might just happen. It, so the, the pitching's there if they want to go after it, but you guys think we already got a solid one through four. Number five is usually a guy that has like a 4.5 ERA and barely gets you 100 innings. Yeah. So I think the Blue Jays had the aggregate of that one way or the other, but you guys tell me if I'm wrong. No, no, no. I, I, I think you're bang on. Yeah, same here. This team has come a long way since the stupid stat I read the other day. Um, I, I want to say it was our buddy Chris Henderson that said that the, um, oh, the Blue Jays don't sign any key free agents, and they showed the last four years. In that year, uh, Ryu signed. We also signed Tanner Roar. <laughs> so it was like, oh, God, you're using that in that reference? Come on. Dude. Yeah. It only got better from there, but that's besides the Jordan point. Montgomery, has Jordan Montgomery signed anywhere? Don't think he technically has think he yet, but I can look that up. I guess he would I think probably... a lot of that was going to not play out until Shohei signed. Right. So would you say that he's probably the top? Because Sonny Gray signed, right? Yes. So then you've got what? Hader, Kershaw, Giolito. Oh, he's not bad. Giolito's yep. not bad. I would love Giolito because he's a retromation project. He, he knows he can be an ace. But you well, haven't like seen Mieta it as well. Yeah. Yeah. There's oh, some pictures. Yeah, Maeda resigned. Yeah. Maeda resigned. He's he with did, the Twins. Yeah, I like him. Yes. I like him. I, he's always been a scrappy guy. I love watching him yeah. pitch. But, but there's, like I said, there's enough names out there, especially when, like I said, you don't need the ace. We have the ace that literally just put another guy on blast we were talking about earlier in Diamond Gosman. He You muted yourself, Jason. <laughs> oh, sorry. I was yelling at my kids. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you were yelling at me. No. Come on. No. <laughs> Feel the angst. <laughs> so, on that fact, Blue Jays fans, let's say that the $600 million something dollars was on the table. If Rodgers even thinks about spending half of that on the guys we're talking about here, this team can't do anything but improve. So, I think they want that All-Star game back in Toronto again. And I think they're, you know, renovations... All the stuff they've done with the worker in uh, the complex in Dunedin, all the things that they're trying to do to build this team up, it sounds like they are trying to right the wrongs of a few things over the last few years and continue building. But the window is getting a little tighter. <laughs> we got really two years, this coming year and the following, to really make something great. I think they realize that urgency. I can only just hope that they actually can act on that urgency because otherwise they're going to have to get really clever and like you were talking about, Jason, get into the you know trade market more and start throwing some of these prospect talents that they're starting to get back to uh, having a good plethora of them. They, there's a really good level at the Blue Jays Double A Meyer League system right now that is very intriguing. I would think a lot of co- co- um, opposing coaches and things like that are very in demand on. So we'll see. Yeah. Is there anything yes. else the two of you would like to talk out? It's a crapshoot right now. Yeah. Um, I don't, I, I mean, you know, I think that, that, that again, I, I you know, I, I don't love the way that this kind of stuff, like, I mean, if Shohei was at home watching all this unfold, I think that's also pretty lame. And apparently his agent had had some, some blockers in place to not allow information going out. Just, you know what, like, it doesn't need to be so cloak and dagger. Like, and I understand it, it, it generated a lot of attention. 
But did you guys notice how fast that attention dropped? Like, I mean, like they signed him and everything's great and nobody cares. I mean, yeah. just imagine, you know, if he had signed in Toronto. I mean, people would still, it would still be on every news agency. It would be, they'd be talking about Otani jersey, the whole thing. So I feel like the, like the MLB really had a swing and a miss here. And I mean, I know they have nothing to do with it, really. I mean, other than blocking the trip or something like that. But, um, you know, I know that can't be done. So that's all I had. That was my two cents worth. Well, just ask this guy a question, guys. So, like, so is the deal done with Otani? Like, he's already declared his intentions to sign with the Dodgers. Signed, so yeah. He signed. It's fully signed? It's official okay. now. Fully signed, yeah. Oh, okay. Didn't know so for some reason if the deal fell through, would, the, would we still Jeff get Passan. Jeff Passan's one of those ones that still seems like he actually has some integrity on Twitter and whatnot. I don't think he would have left that out. Okay. So, Good to know. Just didn't know if, if for oh, some sorry, reason the deal fell out. through, would we have still been able to have gotten him? That's what I was kind of curious. No. Yes. So, anyway, should we, you guys want to play a little quick game real quick before, uh, as I, like I mentioned quickly earlier, that the, I do have four teams lined up and I'm trying to get a couple of the Blue Jays writers for jaysdrill.com, our, you know, sponsorees, um, to be on the show here to be our other two teams for a guess that Blue Jays tournament. I do have a quick one here that is a, I'd say a, for the right Blue Jay fan, an easy one and a medium one for the others Mm. that I was going to lay on you guys and we'll do a sample run in this game so the Blue Jays fans know what we're going to get into here in the Christmas area time frame and obviously I need someone to be able to show all the other teams and say why how they got to do this. (laughs) The the name of the game is, you know, like I said, guess that Blue Jay. I'm going to give you three clues. If you happen to get it right on the first clue, you would get three points. Two points to the middle clue. And if you, you know, get it on the last one, you get one. And if nobody get and everybody gives up and taps out, no points. That's the name of the game. Right now, obviously, we're only gonna do one. Mm. So the points are moderately irrelevant. <laughs> unless you're gonna hold them over for later. So this blue jay, and like I said, that it's gotta be a blue jay, but it could be an announcer. It has to be somebody in the collective grouping of Blue Jay Nation, I guess, for either in the front office or a playing on the field. Gotcha. So this is a member of the Blue Jays that is also a member of the Canadian Baseball Hall of Fame. Larry Walker. And I will say he's (laughs) not a Blue Jay. Oh, that's right. (laughs) Thinking Canadian. (laughs) I said both. (laughs) Dang it. I'm going to take a stab at it. Ernie Witt. Go for it. That would have been a fun one. I love Ernie Witt. Ah. Want me to go for number two? Because that's a long yep. list of Blue Jays that are actually members of the Canadian baseball. Well, I know, that's team. why. I got to make, the, I gotta make I the first one a little hard. Yep. So, number two, how about we do this one? He will always be number one in our heart. Who's going me? Yeah, go ahead, Jason. I'm just hey, you, 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 Tony Fernandez? This is a shout out. Tony Fernandez? You are correct with Tony Fernandez. I was thinking Fernandez. So. Oh. So you would have gotten two points in the guess that Blue Jays thing. And the third clue, if you either of you didn't happen to manage to get it on the number one um, uh, deal, uh, was he played for the Blue Jays three separate times. Yeah. He <laughs> He's did. the only Blue Jay to ever played for the team on three separate occasions and actually got the bl- pleasure of retiring as a Toronto Blue Jay too. So that was a very class act for somebody that is, I would say, mission critical to the Blue Jays' success. I mean, 
patience. But <laughs> to that point, the guy was on top of everything and uh, couldn't have been a better class act at the same time. He's missed by Blue Jays fans all day, every day. And I had to, I had to give him a shout out here. Yeah. So that yeah. was his fun. It was fun to be able to yeah. talk to Tony Fernandez. Speaking of yeah, which, so, guys, I've went through. Else? Yeah, sorry. Last I remember, I last week I had the uh, catch the fever thing when I got from my parents' house, and check out what I found also from uh, the uh, my parents' nice. house. A 1992, 93 <laughs> World Series McDonald's Cup from. Uh, yeah, I from McDonald's. I think it. I left it out in the sun on my dresser too long. When they're, they're those old cups like that, yeah, don't squeeze it. I won't. handle it like an egg. <laughs> it blew up. I'm not even kidding. You're 100 right, Jason. Just gonna keep it over here, away from the sun. But just wanted to put that yep. out there. So to make the joke, see, we're all doing a 92, 93. I actually have an unopened can of Labatt Blue World Series Blue Jays beer it's got the blue jays ticket on the front of it with the world series and the trophy on the flip side of it i said if we ever win a win a world series i'm cracking that thing open and i'm gonna go streaking down the streets yeah it'll die it'll die i had a i had a coca-cola can too strangely okay with it yeah yeah i had a coca-cola can too from like the toronto blue jays when they won the world series i still haven't opened it yet but i just tried to shake it it don't sound right that's all i got to say it don't sound right it don't sound right at all I got, it, there's I a clanking sound to it. I don't even know. I don't even want to guess what's in it. So, are we getting ready? We're getting ready to wrap here. Yeah. 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 But if you got something, go for it. You what? Yeah. I got, so, I got two shout outs. Um, I want to shout out uh, my son, Carter's hockey team. Um, they've uh, really struggled at the start of the season and really started uh, putting things together. And I watched one of the most valiant efforts from a young man uh, last night, uh, Renchy, Brandon Wrench. Uh, just protecting his teammates and, you know, he got into a little scrap and it was just, it was, it was pretty awesome to watch. So um, he's a cool little dude and we're having their party here tonight. So, um, you know, I've got, you should see this place behind me. It's that way is chaos. That's why I'm enjoying one of these fine bomber brewing beers early before we get going here. Bomber brewing, uh, you know, it's, oh, and a hat. I, do I have a hat here? So my good friend Reed, who um, he's one of the owners of Bomber, um, he's going to be my beer sponsor for a little while. I'll see if I can get some sent out to the East Coast for you guys. But uh, it's good beer. If you're in Vancouver, uh, they're at 1488 Adenac. Uh, that's where their, ta- their ta- uh, tasting room is. And I swear to you guys, best tacos in the city. The taco trunk outside has now been brought inside. The tacos are lights out. They close Adnac now, so everyone can just party on the street there. There's a bunch of breweries down there, so go check them out. That's a bomber. <laughs> more hit by, and hopefully a few more hit by Vladdy in a few weeks. <laughs> yeah. So there's my Christmas present. I need Vladdy to hit more homers. Yeah, we all do. <laughs> Good deal. And cheers on that one, Jason. <laughs> So, Blue Jays fan, make sure you tune in here every week. Like I said, we have some fun coming around the the holiday season here to get us over the lull here because baseball, for whatever reason, always is really ramped up this coming week. And then it turns into crickets right around the Christmas time. Then all of a sudden, January 1st, boom, 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 fireworks, you know, new signings, trades, everything. So we wanted to make sure we had some fun planned. And like I said, we have a Guess That Blue Jay contest coming with a bunch of baseball writers and podcasters that we're going to do for a few weeks and just have some fun. And we're going to make sure you all get to shoot, chime in and 
goof off with us as well. So make sure you listen in live. Make sure you say something. We're here to chat. Thank you for the few comments that we did get. And on that note, guys, two clamps, Ric Flair, and I'll saw it, see y'all later. <laughs> One, two, three. Woo! Let's go, Blue Jays. Go, Jays, go. Thank you for listening to the Jaybird Watching Podcast. Please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, at BirdWatchingGC, and our YouTube channel. If you want to support the show and get extra content, please consider joining us to our Patreon at patreon.com slash birdwatchinggc. Go Jays, go. Woo! When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.